When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. One, two, three, four. I wake up, the sun's still down. Can't see around the room. Got a big old mess around the house. Don't know what to do. Yeah, nothing's right when baby's got the blues. Car won't start, my dog got sick, got two leaks on the roof. Got a pass due bill from the termite folks, a chip on my front tooth. Yeah, nothing's right when baby's got the blue. I get down when baby's got the blue. I get down, don't know what to do Yeah, nothing's right when baby's got the Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Mm. And you had the option to wake up tomorrow. Yeah. And go back to face all of it all over again. Or you could wake up tomorrow and you could be somebody's sugar baby. And your entire life is paid for. Is it, is it worth it? I didn't live a life. <laughs> and that, and that, and that is one thing that is is it, it's bizarre. But I mean, I think this is what this episode is. Is uh, the song at the end of it? Hopefully, will be Will Stewart's "Nothing's Right." There you go. You know, and and that's totally okay. And that is the difference between a male and a female. Is like in the end of the day, let, let's just say that maybe you hit a rough patch and you're a female, 
maybe you could hit the OnlyFans for a while and you could sell some pictures and kind of get back on track financially, right? Maybe that's how you find the sugar daddy. But maybe that's... Or the or, but, or, or and in the dude's case, maybe it's the sugar mama. But what does the dude right? do? The, the, the dude, well, don't, that, the dude that, don't have that. That's, that's the question, though. Well, you know, there is a market for that. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the question is, you know, if, if you could live that life, if mm-hmm. that was the life that you could just know that when you woke up tomorrow, that would be your life. Is, is, w- w- could you take that path, right? I mean, and, and there's a thousand questions that you really have I couldn't, to ask. Man. I couldn't, man. And I, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll pull it this way. Uh, it, was a, it was a recent question posed to me because I, I was talking to a friend of mine. It's not hurting for money. And I'm, I'm, we, had, we had been drinking, and I was halfway messing around. And I was like, dude, lonely 5K. It's a drop in the bucket for this guy, right? Mm. Yeah. He's like, I'll loan you 5K, no problem, man. You'll need to pay me back in two weeks. And I was like, brother, if I could pay you back in two weeks, I wouldn't ask for that. I was like, I'd be able to pay you back, you know, six months, maybe a year, you'd be paid back. And he's like, what to put interest on that? But let me posture a question this way to you, Alan. Let's, Let's flip the table. How much is your life worth? Okay, what are you talking about? He said, hypothetical, this ain't happening. Let's say I flew you across, across the country. Let's say Maine. And your only job when you landed there was to drive a car from Maine down to Mississippi. Name your price. Is it 5K? And you had to tra- no, and, no. And, you, and you had to traffic in illegal substances? You don't know what said substance is. Yeah, is and that, he was like, "Is that part of the hypothetical?" He said, "Yeah." Okay. And it, and he was, and you're you're saying you're only worth five k, and I was like, "No, I'm not saying that at all." And he was like, "Well, let's change the subject." Borrower nor lender, do I ever want to be? Right. That's a phrase from way back. Right. Yeah, dude. But, I, you know, that's, that's, uh, what's your life worth? You know, that's what that damn, uh, uh, TV show on Netflix was about, right? Mm-hmm. All the people, you know, if they survived, they got whatever. What they call that squid game? Squid game. Yeah. 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 You know, what's, what's your life worth? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what are you trying to, to to get the money to leave it to family like i mean a lot of those people were you know they like one dude like knew he was gonna die Mm -hmm. so why not Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah that that goes down that breaking bad kind of thing right is like everything i've got i'm terminal i got cancer like i'm gonna maximize the time that i have oh yeah you know yeah the the walter white method yeah as it as it should be aptly named yeah yeah why not, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, that's like the people at the, you know, in their last days that are dying of like lung cancer. How terrible is that? You know, and then, yeah. and, and the doctor's like, you know, really no need to quit smoking now. You're like when they, if they tell you that, smoke them if you got just them. just you know you know you it's, ain't got much left. It's yeah, it's uh, the Some end is near, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but if they, if there's some some hope, I, you know that that's a weird ethical thing right there. Is how far gone is somebody before you you just say you know, even if we could, you know, that this is potentially how much we could buy you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That what's that trade off, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, Alan, look, you've got this really obscure, rare type of cancer tumor, whatever the case might be. And you know, there's this there's this chance that we can remove it, and and you you live a healthy natural life, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also a chance that we could, you know, make it worse, and you could potentially you, know, you could die right there, mm-hmm. you know, during the. Pro- I mean, what what's the, you know, what's that? Is that the scale starting to tip about what your life's really worth? 
you know, I mean, I don't want to get into politics, man, but you know, you talk about the the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, it's it's, it's not going to benefit them to to cure any of these diseases. No, it's sick people is what you want. I mean, and and be honest with you, biggest portion of our society buys right into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Without, I'm think, that, without thinking about it, I'm not saying that all medicine's bad. I'm not right. Just don't don't misunderstand me. But but like, if they really had something that you could take, and poof, it would go away. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what's that worth? Well, I think about it. What costs at that point? I mean, I I, I go back to the sugar daddy question. Is <laughs> like. With this little bit of time that you have left, Alan, would you like to be someone's sugar baby? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I think that the same way with the pharmaceutical. Like, let's say, you know, I mean, we're not perfect. Nobody is. And we all have things. And, um, you know, we may have experienced trauma in the earlier days that kind of led to the way that our brain ticks today. Every person alive has suffered some kind of trauma. I mean, they have. And and that's the thing about it. And, like, you could argue with me, well, with, you know, with pharmaceutical and everything that we know today, you know, with medicine that we have made people live longer. I can't argue with that. I mean, it's basic, right? But at what cost? Like, and then you're on Prozac and you just float through life. And everything is just willy-nilly and nothing gets to you. Like maybe some things are to get to you to push you in the direction, right? You don't want to walk through life numb. Like anxiety is a good thing. You know? Too much of anything or anything in It's moderation, sense. right? Yeah, everything in moderation, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, that, that's, that's a great, uh, you know... A theory to apply to your life, right? But you know how many people really can. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, yeah. that's that's what's that, that's what's interesting. I mean, it, you it's, ask it, yourself that question. It's been almost a year and a half ago now, and I, I remember I was I was really into this girl, and uh, we had we had met at a at a show, and uh, we had gone to a few shows together. And I had invited her out to this house show. Now, I had no idea that this was going to happen. But the, the musicians that night were friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And they called me up on stage toward the end of the show. And it was like, hey, we see somebody out here. He's a local musician. I don't know if you're aware of him, but you should be. And like, she was just like, you know, hitting me. You know, like, oh, my God, is this for real? I was like, yes, very for real. I've known these guys for a long time, and yeah, they 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 respect me, and I respect them, right? Yeah. And I go up there and I play four or five songs, and I knew um, this ain't the Sunstroke House, by the way. It's a different house venue, but I knew the owner of the venue, and uh, she pulls me off to the side. And she tells me she's like, "Who's that girl that you brought?" Oh, it's just a friend. I was like, we met through music, and we've been going to some shows together. And I mean, to be real, it's just it's nice to have somebody that I can take to a show, right? And uh, she's like, well, ever since you got up there and sung your song, she's kind of been phoning over you. Hmm. Oh, is that real? And she's like, I just want to give you a little heads up. So we hang out for another hour, and everyone is just still kind of hanging around the fire and just hanging out. It was an outside show. Yeah. Shooting the bull. And uh, she's getting ready to leave, and she has the furthest drive of everybody there. And so, oh, let let me walk you to the car. And we get halfway to the car, and she just unloads on me, dude. Like, she just overtakes me. And uh, I was like, whoa, where did that come from? She's like, I was, I had no idea you did music. Interesting. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've been doing this for years. And she's like, you got a wonderful voice and you play guitar very well. And I was very surprised. Was like, mm, that's humbling, you know, a yeah. lot of times when, when people just are so blunt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and it was. And I was like, this is great. And uh, things kind of take off for a while. And 
as we got to know each other, you're talking every day, right? And I'm unloading just about worries and just some anxieties, not just from work, but through the podcast, through my music, uh, through all the creative mediums that I do to just to be able to express myself. I'm like, I, I'm not on any medication. I don't take anything. Like, yeah. if I've got beef or something to do, I, I, I choose a medium and I, I get creative and whether it be through writing or music or a podcast or it's like, I just want to express it and, yeah. get, and get it out and then, then it's done. Yeah. And I remember that I, makes a lot of sense. While actually. we were getting to know each other, she was like, you know, it's like, man, you, you talk a lot about like your drives and complaints and things. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you kind of signed up to kind of be my person. And I was, who else am I going to tell? Who else cares? Yeah. And she's like, I wanted to tell you, you, know, you might want to consider like going to a doctor and getting Prozac. And that was the, <laughs> that was the eventual, Come on. that was the eventual end of it. And I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to go to a doctor to numb me living this life and going through these angst and everything going. Wow. I love, well, I shouldn't say I say it quite like that, but it's always interesting to me when, when people that have no professional knowledge mm-hmm. of, of an issue start diagnosing people. Mm-hmm, yeah. Right. I mean, cause that's what she, that's, that's where it kind of went wrong. Yeah, I mean, she got sick of hearing my shit. Well, I mean, but you, you have to ask yourself, you know, because everything, everything travels, and there's balance in life, right? Yeah. So to you know, there's good and evil, right? And you got, you know, certain religions use the colors black and white to express the balance of the two, mm-hmm. you know. But it's everywhere in a relationship. If things symbiotic and they're flowing, right? Yeah. At some point, there's a ripple that comes from another direction, right? And and it's always, it seems, some type of outside influence, right? That damages it, and then from there, the 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 ripple effect of that is the 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 train leaves the track, so to speak. Yeah, you know, and and um, you know, people get like something on their mind like clearly it bothered her mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. for whatever and, and I don't know to what extreme you may have been bitching about something I mean if you droned on probably the like, usual man is like I, I talk to you I mean we, yeah. talk, we talk often and then like yeah. what I go on a five minute spill and then we laugh it off yeah I mean I would assume it was that I mean I, I don't know either way right at no point in my my tenure of knowing you, have I ever thought, man, that dude really needs to, like... Be medicated. <laughs> yeah, like, he, yeah. he needs some Prozac or Ritalin or yeah. whatever. You know, I don't know. Um, but, no, at no point have I ever thought that. Yeah. You know? Now, we'll laugh at your ass a few times because you, you like to drink now. I do get out there. And that's one thing yeah. I've been working on. Yeah. And- I mean, and you're funny as hell. I mean, it's 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 fun to watch, dude. I, I'm a, and my buddies have told me time and time again, is uh, dude, I have never gotten into a fight drunk. <laughs> no, you, I, it I'm would just, be I'm very ha- difficult. I'm, I'm happy go lucky, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. very I'm very agreeable. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's that's a great quality to have, <laughs> and a lot of people don't. But a lot of that, dude, I can even do it on liquor, and you know, a lot of people they get a little liquor in them, boy. That especially whiskey, <laughs> that that damn devil <laughs> come out. I have I have often heard that, and I've had lots of people say, "Oh, I can't drink that." You know, like back when I was young, it was uh, uh, Evan Williams. You know, mm. Lots of friends, they were like, "No, mm-mm, can't drink that." Right? I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They called it Evil Williams, right? Because mm. they they talk about how <coughs> they just get drunk. You know, when they drank it, they just couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. Right? Well. It's because they were young and dumb, right? And, yeah. and they didn't have enough sense to pour themselves a drink. They just, they thought you had to drink the whole bottle just damn near as fast as you could. I mean, you knew people that did that. Oh, I did. Yeah, most certainly. You're right. I mean, and I they still have do. even done it yourself a, yeah. a time or two, right? It like, I'll be it, honest. It did not take long to learn. I mean, it's all about the size of the bottle if you're going to do that. I will right? tell you just the funniest story, and I'll sum it up real quick. I'll tell the whole thing. Uh, I don't even know if you can buy it anymore, but do you remember Everclear? 
Oh yeah, like one eighty proof, right? Oh yeah, ninety percent. No, no, no. You can still buy it. I, I didn't know that. I, like, yeah. I don't really go yeah. in a liquor store. I it actually I, goes in a bunch of really cool recipes. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you can literally set it on fire. I mean, this is ninety percent alcohol, but uh, this is back in high school. We were probably seventeen, and uh, we, for whatever reason, I, I think we grabbed Everclear for like a recipe for like some kind of an oddball drink. You know? mm. Oh yeah, it's, you, know, you usually would make it some kind of punch. Yeah, yeah you know, forty-two bottles like, of Hawaiian punch and we, some fruit and shit. And we were doing and a hunch punch. Punch so, punch. You know, yeah, it's a, it's a high school party. You know. And um, I remember I hosted it. And, man, I hosted hundreds of parties. And I, I guess I'm so happy for that now. Like, Porch, Porch Fest was a, a big success this year. And, you know, like, whenever... You, I hate I missed it. When it and, a, and, and look, I, but I got a good excuse, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I have to, like, because people have clearly, you know, I don't know how many but i've been on your show a couple of times and like and i planned to be there like yeah. i promised you i would be there and then i was not there and and that's shame on me but I, that weekend i did see the band you turned me on to mm-hmm. in tampa Reckless so Strays, yeah maybe. I, I think i even sent you a picture Yes, she did. And it was a great picture, if you and, look and, at it. And that, it was, was, that was kind of a highlight for me. I was like, well, if you're not there, I mean, where else mm-hmm, Where else mm-hmm. should you be, you know? But uh, So you, you, I got my pass for this year, but yeah, next year. It was, and it, it went over well. And I'm glad. It, I'm it, glad was the, it, was it was the best one yet. Not just, like, quality of the music, but also, like, turnout. Uh, it was the first year I didn't host it at my house. I know. I know. Yeah, and hosted, I think that was hosted, a big deal. We hosted it at Munson Brothers, and um, shout out to Ryan Munson. He's been such a good friend to me. And I remember it. We we threw Porch Fest mid April. It was like April fourteenth and fifteenth of this year. And I remember November, which is usually when I start kicking the can about the upcoming Porch Fest. Yeah. And believe it or not, I think I'm gonna do it. Probably in July or August of this year, just yeah. to get ready. Oh, a great festival, man! It takes a lot. It takes a lot of planning, and like people don't think about that, but uh, it, it really does. Yeah, you know, and here's and, the thing: uh, like when you're doing that, it, you got all the people that approach you, and they're like, "You do this every year? Mm-hmm. We'd love to come and do mm-hmm. whatever it is that they come and do." Mm-hmm. Right, like, mm-hmm. what about the, the 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 dancing hula hoop girls? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, what if they could come hang yeah. out at night what, on the what, patio at Munson? What about come the fire on. breathers? You know, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, you're yeah, right. yeah, you're right. Right. I, I mean, you, you want to escape from a straitjacket in front of everybody? Great. Yeah, do, come you, on down. You do you, baby. Yeah. Let's go. But yeah, in uh, I remember it was probably. And I knew I wasn't going to do it in Kennedy. And so I reached out to Munson. And I was like, dude, I'd like to throw it at your place. If if, if you'd say fit if, to have me. Yeah. And if I, don't, <laughs> if I don't throw it there, I've got to scramble some more. And I've got to play more nuclear football with my own music festival. Nuclear football. That's like literally it. what I'm calling it. I, I should call it like grenade football. Because... And and this is what really energizes me to do it again. It's like all the feedback, not just from people who played it, but people who were there. It was like, yeah, we had a great time. But uh, I'm chaotic, man. You know that by now about me is uh, I'm random, whatever else. And that was one thing that Munson got on me immediately, and it was probably about January or February. We're looking at April for the festival, uh-huh. and we've already agreed. If you're gonna throw it at my establishment, I need it down to a T. No offense. No. We're not. We're not doing what you do at your house. Like there has to be structure. Yeah. And anybody that knows me, how things have gone on at my house, yeah. knows it's like it's just anything goes. It's 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 chaos, right? Well, I would call it crowd chaos. Yeah. Personally. Controlled chaos. Yeah. I, I like that. Controlled chaos. But he's like, I want it tit for tat. And at first, dude, I, mean, I can't not tell you. And Ryan is 
pissed me off so many times in that way. And after a day or two of me staying on it, he's just being a good friend. Oh, hell yeah. And he's just taking care of me. And he also doesn't want to host a terrible event. Or yeah. something that's a freaking disaster. And so because we, that now becomes mm-hmm. attached to him. So he needs to help yeah. you right. And, and so and, and I'm sure that he did. Mm-hmm. And we nailed it down. I mean, tit for tat for the time. Uh, I overbooked people just because I know musicians. I am one. Oh, they'll bail out on you. They the bail out last minute. Yeah. So you have to be able to feel. That's why I was glad to have two stages. Yeah. And, and I, it's it's and it's, I booked the inside of the stage like half as long. As yeah. the outside, yeah. And my goal was like everybody that I had booked inside, yeah. Like, I'm not saying that outside is A tier and they were B tier, yeah. But like, a few of them did get called out to the to the quote unquote big stage, yeah. But I mean, and that's by design, yeah, for sure. But I, I do you like play some more later, yeah. Of course we are, yeah. And like a lot of people who played inside. Played outside too. Yeah, I tried to. I tried to be good about that, and I didn't want people like uh, to feel like I was just the lower part on the festival because I was one book to play outside. And I was like, Dude, it ain't like that at oh, all. Oh come on! Every man. festival I've ever been to, I went to the little tent to see just who was in there cooking, baby. So this is funny. So a friend of mine and I that I, I met here in Mississippi. Um, man, this guy had great ideas, and he, and he still does, right? And he's a great, he's a brilliant thinker, right? Um, but he got this idea. We host this music festival, right? And so we kind of created this character together, you know? Um, and, and, dude, he would do all this crazy research, right? And he would come up with all these obscure facts, you know, and uh, long story short, we host the first annual Joe Fusky Creek Music Festival. And we <laughs> hold it at a place called Thunder Ridge. And uh, that's like north of Philadelphia. So you go out um, like you're heading towards Kosciuszko, right? Mm. And um, you go out past Arlington before you get to Four Corners and it's on your left. And it's a used to be a motorcycle, a, a off-road motorcycle park. That's what it was. And they had built a stage. That's just badass in itself, dude. And it was killer, dude. They had this killer stage. And so they agreed to let us do it. And, uh, you know, we had concessions and we had, man, we had killer bands. And I'm telling you, we had killer bands like... I could go back and, and go through the list of them. And it's all on YouTube, right? But the funny part is, is that we didn't get near the turnout that we wanted. And it was the very first time we did it, right? But those those there's like about 150 people that showed up, right? That's not a bad turnout, you know? Well, it was because we had music for a couple days, Ah, yeah. And we started early. We started early in the day, and we did like some. uh, And maybe that's where it went wrong, right? Is that we had these real traditional things. We had this dude, uh, and a real popular guy here in Mississippi, did radio for a long time. He came out and did the, you know national anthem, and then did some other song that he's you know famous for doing. Um, and that's it. I'm so ashamed that I cannot remember his name, and I think he might be dead now. But anyway, we had we had a bunch of killer artists, man. We had Jerika Singleton. We had um, <laughs> we had the Alabama Blues Brothers, hmm. right? I mean, they're, they're personal. I mean, like they're really good friends of mine, both of them. I mean, like shows up, book, dude. Is like, especially hey, at the especially spent, at the house. We spent a fortune i'm telling you a fortune and we got like we lost and we lost big i, I always lose big. i always lose my ass when i do events dude i i'll tell you i'll I mean, tell, tell you this hey we had t-shirts like 
I never do that. I never do that. Well, you can't go to a really good music festival and I have a t-shirt. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that was the best part. Is that well, that's a good point. People were like asking months later, y'all got any more of them shirts? And and so they were able to sell the shirts after the fact. And we met a buddy at a store. Right? You get them at this store. And, and I mean, we had all of the things. Our friend Jeff and I, you know, I, I did the radio thing with him on Fridays. But he would talk about that the whole thing all week. Like, we had all of the things, like, we did all of the things right. We rented a spotlight, like the four beam spotlight thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. See it up in the night sky. Mm-hmm. We rented one of those. By the way, we were sitting under the moon and stars by something. Yeah, I similar. thought, well, you know, I, I had no idea that we would come in, into this story, but. Anyway, it was it, it was an incredible success. Like everything about it was done correctly. It just failed. I mean, you know, and and I hate to say it, but I mean it did. And man, it was tough. You know, I've been there, dude. Like I, this was the fourth, or yeah, fourth year I've done Porch Fest. This was the first success, and. What do you mean success? Like, I deemed the other three that well, I had, I, I, that, look, that I had at I, my home I, was I, starting from nowhere. I think the good idea is if you want to have a great music festival, well, you need it to be successful, Somewhere. right? Yeah. You need it, it needs to be able to, at best, pay for itself. It did that this year. There you go. Hmm? There you go. That is a financial success. Yeah, that was the biggest thing because usually yeah. I lose my ass. Well, like I, dude, like the first one I threw, I lost almost a grand. Mm-hmm. Not big money to some of this. Thousand dollars is a lot of dollars to somebody who ain't got no dollars. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, the way that I finance this, and I've told people, is like when I get booked to go play shows, or if I'm playing in with a band, or whatever else, that money I just put back for the festival. And so everything that I, that I register, income, April to April, yeah. playing music, that's and that that's was, your porch fest budget. That's porch fest budget. On top of like we had a lot of donors this year. Thank there y'all. They people gave and they gave freely, and everyone that gave it wasn't like a. I was shocked by this. It wasn't a small local business. It was individuals who didn't even want to be named. They just believed in what it was and they yeah, wanted to be a part yeah. of it. No, that's cool, man. People and have I people have that. interesting convictions, right? Yeah. Like if you believe in something, then you know, shit, get after it. Yeah. Right? I mean But we were gonna talk about just how nothing's right when babies got the boys. Oh man. But I mean we we're building ourselves up and like we're having a good time here. But I, I do want this because I think it's important to talk about because 
uh, if you're like me, I mean, you listen to other podcasts or you're listening to other people, you're on social media, and everyone knows what part of the ass people show is their best side or uh, the fake side of it, right? They, uh, it's like the, uh, the media news, like showing like the picture of something happening, but if you saw the full picture, it really wasn't what it seemed. It's not exactly what it seems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like those crime videos that they show you and they show you this clip, right? Mm -hmm. And it looks terrible. But then if you see the full picture, yeah, then maybe it's not so terrible. Maybe it's worse. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's, there's, it it goes both ways. You know, it's a 50, 50 thing there. Right. I mean, um, but yeah, everybody's got a camera now. Right yeah. And, yeah. and 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 like and by the way they, they this is one thing that's sick about our culture is instead of getting involved and doing the right thing everybody films it we're pull, more we're we're pull more, that phone out. yeah we're more involved with taking a step back and filming it for ourselves because why clout on the internet dude going viral for a day and thank God I guess I don't know who to think but. The idea of being famous is dead because anyone can have a viral day on the internet and be viral. And now we're we're just all we're well, just all rock stars. Well, yeah, everybody's fifteen minutes of fame ain't fifteen minutes, right? I mean, for some it lasts longer than others. Yeah, right. You know, maybe maybe you've go viral enough that it's still around. Yeah, sure. You know, I mean. How does one get compensated for being the original, <laughs> you know, contributor? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, and and maybe people go down that path. Yeah, who knows, Matt? But man, it's. I started today off. Let's just take today, and I mean, y'all can relate. You listen to this. We've been hanging out for thirty minutes now. You're in for the conversation. You might as not. You might as well not leave. Um, I knew the moment I stepped into work this morning. I knew when I left work the day before. I knew when I went to bed that night. I had a flash drive. I have a work computer in my truck, and mm-hmm. I I put that in that computer, and then I put it in my computer, and then I upload everything that I did that day at my truck and at the end of that day I remember I couldn't find my flash drive but I lied to myself oh I probably oh, I must have left it in my other I, pants I left it in that computer or a lot of times when I cut that computer off I put it um, on this F-150 this is like a, a 24 or 13 model mm-hmm. where the clock is you kind of have like a little dash to mm-hmm. yeah yeah little, little cubby hole. I usually sit there and then the third thing that I landed on which was true and by the way it was found by somebody uh, it must have fallen out of my hand at the end of the day of the work the day before because I was rushing to go home yeah, that's exactly you didn't have your shit happened. together, did you? Didn't have my shit together. That's right. And so I got out. And of you that, ain't got I your got, shit together. Bad shit happens. I got out of that truck, and I was like scrambling for my keys, and I got a personal phone, my work phone, that little flash drive, the work computer, and then it rained that day, so I had my raincoat around, you know, mm-hmm. around my arm, and and while sometimes I, while you got I was make- slinging all of that around, it came out. Mm. Sometimes and, you got to make two trips, brother. Sometimes you got to make two trips. Dude, I'm I'm about I'm about at the part now where I just want to buy me like what my mother takes to the beach is like a big tote bag. Dude, have you never or seen a fanny pack? You've or seen something. you've seen my tote that I carry. I mean, think about what I do. I'm I'm in a different vehicle, like all the time. You a madman? Right, so I have it's out there right now in the Bronco. It's a tote, a tote, mm-hmm. and it's collapsible. Right, so when I need it, boom, 
and maybe I just need a few things. Yeah. Or I want to set it on the seat next to me. It'll collapse down, right? So what's in it that I need, I can access. It's the most, and, and it is not my idea. My father-in-law, brilliant when it comes to being organized. Shout out, dude. Brilliant when it comes to being organized. And he showed me that trick, and I was I was sold immediately. I think Matt is changing my life, and he might be changing yours right now. <laughs> this is just this is just good stuff. It's like you see those like I don't have TikTok. You seen the laundry basket that collapses? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's that. I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about. In a solid touch. Yeah, and it's like all these like little life hacks I see. Like these are <sighs> these are TikTok videos, like 15 mm. second videos about. The simplest things, such as like why there are ridges on the bottom of your sh- salt shaker. Oh yeah, that's a great one. If you'll run the fork through the grooves, the shot the salt will pour out. Yeah. It's, well, you it's can, just enough vibration. Well, you also, if you'll take the underside of the other shaker and just rub the two together, like so, mm-hmm. and and if they're round in a circular pattern, it will shake the other out. And then you can flip it and do it the other way too. It works on the pepper shaker. How about that? How about that? So possibilities. Is that that's totally a life hack? Yeah, if you don't know that. And then my personal favorite, you brought up salt shaker, so I have to tell you this story. Come on with it, bro. If you if you've seen me be out somewhere, I know, I know you've noticed it. He's a little peculiar. I'll take, when they hand me my drink, I put my napkin down, right? You put a little salt on that napkin. Yeah. Why? Because of sweating. Ta-da! Yeah, I learned that. If you have a good bartender... I learned that. Have you ever been to a bar where the bartender does that for you? Yes. I tell everybody that I learned it in the Girl Scouts. Because... (laughs) What a weird thing to say, Matt. Well, let me explain. Because the very first person that showed it to me, you know where she told me she learned it? In the Girl Scouts. Checks out. So, I tell everybody I learned it in the Girl Scouts. I wasn't in the Girl Scouts, but I learned it in the Girl Scouts. To get back on track, we're doing great here, but I want to be the Debbie Downer. And uh, uh, so... My event ain't right. Life ain't right. I can't be a Splendid baby. That's what we're going to, Not sugar. Because I would have that off-brand oh, Splenda. No. Well, oh, wait a minute. It, Splenda is technically an artificial sweetener. Mm. Right? But it comes from a... It comes from something that grows naturally. So it's got a weird... Something. Right? Mm. So yeah, that, would, that makes it even better. Because now... It's a artificial baby because them sugar babies now they will get plastic surgery, mm. and, and and like we heard earlier, like a little Botox, little Botox there. and some fillers on the lips, and and apparently sugar daddies or, or maybe sugar mamas pay for pay for uh, that kind of thing. Also pay for you place to live. I tell you, I tell you something incredibly funny. Buy you a new computer. And it's off color, but it's right in practice. Oh, here we go. There, there's a serial killer. Oh, my. Not going to say his Is name. he the sugar baby killer? I wish he Come was. Come on. Not, that is not his nickname at all, but it's it's so funny. It's He's so, the it's so artificial funny. sweetener killer. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I wish. I wish it were that way. I, I'm blanking on the name and the nickname. But, uh, man, he, he was mentally ill. And also, like, both of his parents were alcoholics. And then, oh my God goodness. love him, his stepfather was an alcoholic, too. So he never had a, a chance in the world, right? He grew up, like, well, checking off all the boxes, what it takes to be a serial killer, like fires and being mean to animals and pissing mm, the bed mm, and all that. Mm. And, uh, dude, it, he would do just that. Like, well, this is the one thing that we're talking about right now. That's so funny. That was that was that was that was his mo. That was his. It, it was his stinker quality. Like uh, bef- before, he would do the deed. He would do that. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. 
Man, there's some deviant folks out there, right? And so, like you said, like some of us have just a little trauma that happened somewhere, and and some clearly have been traumatized their entire life. Yeah, and he was you know? he was totally traumatized by that. I mean, is like, that, I'm is, being as vague as I can because like I don't like to. Yeah, don't be telling nobody. Like promote it or talk about. Don't it. be telling nobody business. That's just it. right. I'll tell my own though. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can I'll tell t- some shit. I'll tell as much as 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 much as one should know. But uh, mm. yeah, dude, it's it's <laughs> we just have to be careful with the way that we treat people. It's and it's so funny. It's like the last time I almost got in a fight with a teenager when I was in my twenties. Mm. Is mm. I was like twenty five and I'm talking to a seventeen year old, mm. and I'm getting on his ass. Why am I getting on his ass? Mm. Getting on mm. him because he is making fun of someone whom everyone makes fun of. Mm. And I pull him aside because he has the most potential out of everyone. And I, to my approximation, he is doing this because he's bored and he just wants to have a good laugh. Yeah. But he's going to have a laugh at someone's expense. Someone else's expense. And yeah. so I pull him aside and I was well, like, look, be real. And I was like, dude, you're a jock. You, you're a high school sweetheart. I mean, I mean, it's like the song. Why do you not need to put surf. someone else down to make yourself it's feel better about a, yourself? Just that. I mean, that's what that. Not means. a surf popular, right? Like, I, I got my own car. I'm the. I'm, I've, I'm, I'm the, the center of everyone's attention already. So yeah. let me go mess yeah. with this kid. Yeah, and and that's what I pull him aside about. Yeah, I mean, you already have everything. No, that's that's a bro move right there, brother. And what what I try to explain to him before he gets red handed, I thought he gets red hot, and I thought I was going to have to fight him. I put him aside, and I was like, look, dude, what you need to understand is like, you are getting yours right now, Mm -hmm. and that guy will probably be getting his in about 15, 20 years. And I hope that you're not in the same location. Or whatever that he does in the future, you don't need him because he's probably going to do great things. Because mm. yeah. he's, he's smart. Yeah. And I was like, do you think it adds anything to you to be mean to him because everybody else already is? The best thing that you could be is his friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, listen. And and he took it way out, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, how quick are we? And, and that was the point of the episode, right? It's like we were going to... Oh yeah, nothing's right. The, it's man, it's nothing's hard. Right. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me. I get stressed out about. But like now, we're, we're like it's actually like an uplifting kind of thing, and we're like talking about good stories of like. Uh, here's oh, how to have good behavior. Oh, you, <laughs> okay. Here's your great one. So, um, I have this guy that I know from way back, right? Um. He's he's at one time was like really like social media almost damn superstar in my book, right? mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, he's the first double amputee to ever finish the Ironman. I don't need to know anymore. Right, I'm impressed. Now don't get me wrong, his story is not all peachy keen, right? Because clearly he got to to be a double amputee, right? But and and. He got to this point, this dark point in his life, where he realized, you know what? Let me let this be my gift, right? This gives me a platform to to help other people, right? And and he ain't got no quit in him now. I'm telling you. I mean, this guy was a superstar athlete. That he was. He had all kind of. It doesn't matter. Well, I think that might be the driving force of the episode. It's like I know people like that. Like I, He's people, awesome. Mo, I mean, most people around here know like Scott the, Rigsby. You don't have no arms or legs, and like this guy, like fishes. Is that what I'm oh saying? Yeah. You know, this guy I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like that. that he, dude, he like he's a, he's he doesn't have too. arms, but he no, he fishes with his legs. Yeah, he's a phenom. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. And then um, like, dude, I got I got all of my hand and all of my parts and like I'm yeah no I mean what do we got to, I mean what, what do we really mean? have to complain about yeah I mean and, and that says a whole lot about your own potential and like how much you try on a day to day basis and, uh, like, and uh, that goes back to the 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 artist going to the drawing board and I know that we're not all artists and I'm not saying that about 
every person, but that's why I say it. Like, I go to my medium and I throw paint. And I say that as, as wide as a vernacular as I can. It's like, look, even in the bad days, even no matter what, it's like whatever I was dealt this day, that's my canvas. And now I have to throw my paint at it. Yeah. And we got to turn it into something or nothing. And that's what we're doing tonight, dude. I mean, like, hey, that, that, like we both had shitty this, days. He's like, bring bring the mics over. Let's, let's, yeah. Let's oh, listen, I'm telling you, the, the voice inside your head that says you can't do it, it's a liar. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's, it's not, trust me, that is not my line, right? I, that's totally stolen. But, I mean, there's, nothing more true that's ever been said that applies to literally every human being that has ever walked the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. That voice inside your head that says you can't do this is a liar. I mean, think about that. We, I mean, hell, we're just human, right? But we literally give ourselves crutches. Crutches. Because you're a sugar baby. Being the what most. is your what is what's, what crutch are you trying to what? Come on. I got. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like you're able-bodied. You're you can do so much for for yourself, but you're 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 sucking at the teeth from something else, whatever that thing may be. Well, why don't, why don't you go out and get it? Well, you know what, and a lot of them start out, and 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 it's. This sounds so sexist, and I apologize, but dudes do it too. They like, you know, they they they're in public, and they're very attractive people. I mean, some people are just more attractive than others, Alan. It's unfortunate, but it is. I true. lived it my whole life, dude. Right. I mean, I, it's I've just, been less attractive. I, I, it's just the way it is. Right? I'm not mad about it. Nonetheless, it is those that are those that are more. Physically That's attractive why I had to, get to others. Funny to they, where they, I could keep they, their eyes closed, Matt. When they get that they can't audience, see me if their eyes are closed. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I'm derailing. It sounds like a confession more than anything. That's scary. <laughs> after the conversation we had earlier, but you know, how how did you get that derailed? Right? How how do you get that derailed that that's the best path? Right? Sugar baby. That's got to be the worst thing, you know. I mean, how, how do you I, I, you start? You start out as a waitress, right? You get some attention, people notice you. You get a bunch of followers on whatever social media mm-hmm. platform, and then all of a sudden, like some random person that has found you on there and pieced together where you are, comes and takes you and says, "I'll provide for you, and I will do everything for you." Mm-hmm. You have to do nothing in return. Right? Mm-hmm. There's always something. Mm-hmm. There's always something you got to do. Reminds me of someone from my past. I'm just saying. You know so, what I'm saying? I don't, you know, we don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Right. I mean, because everybody's, everybody's imagination, the voice inside their head right now is thinking about all the things sure. yeah. that, that you should. And I'll yeah, tell you, what, like, what, uh, what part of your soul do you have to give away? Every bit of it. And the idea, like, let's go Robert Johnson. With the crossroads. That ain't nothing but a metaphor. No. Every, everyone from Mississippi that knows anything about the blues that has spent any time Thank of it, you. those crossroads ain't shit. You know what that's, where that story came from? When you reach a point in your life. I, d- I don't, yeah. He, re- he reached a point in his life. He got laughed out of a bar that night mm-hmm. by one of his mentors, so to speak. It wasn't a mentor. He looked up to the guy, and he went on the set break, and Robert Johnson went up and played, and he played like shit. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that he looked up to came out, and he like, nah, boy, get the fuck up, up off the stage. And so, like, he got laughed out of the bar that night. Yeah. It was at a crossroad of his life. You know where he ended up? He learned how to play the blues in a graveyard That's outside of Greenwood or whatever you want to put the crossroad, wherever they put that. Hey, even better is this, is that 
once he does it, you know, the the hellhounds on his trail. I mean, the, the, that applies to so many different things, but it's it's like lots of people look at it and and they they can't you know they that's got to be the evil part right you know mm-hmm. but the reality is is that while those demons are chasing him that's what he's doing is refining his skill right they said well he ran from up here to down there mm-hmm. right and maybe he did right i mean there's so many different it's, versions it's all of metaphor, the story dude. right it's all metaphor but yeah, you're exactly right. And 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 it's the exact same thing. And when someone is that incredible, I believe we put this incredible folklore on. And I, I see it in my own friend's life. I knew him before they broke it, and I saw him after. Mm-hmm. Oh, it changes you. And it changes you. It absolutely changes you. It changes you. But I'll tell you this. And 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 so many but, of, so many. But. Like, hear me out before we before we finish. It's it's not now it's so much is like with social media. What changes you is what you had to give to for it. Well, I would I would agree with you, but I'll one up your ass and I'll tell you that it's what you give up. Right? So like what part of your soul do you give up, right? So fame comes at a at a price. cost. I mean, it just does. I mean, because now there's a portion of your life that you can't experience anymore. It becomes very yeah, difficult. Good luck, for you. Good, good luck going to Walmart. Yeah, I mean, good luck going. And, and good luck them, going some, to a baseball game. Some of them pull it off, right? You know, it's all about slipping in, right? And nobody noticing you're there. But to have to live that, that just doesn't seem that fun. I mean, like, you can go sit and watch a ball game in a box where you're protected and nobody can get to you. But is that really watching a baseball game? No, it's not. Shit, I want to be on the damn third baseline. No, it's not That's where I want to be. You know, in everybody's dream, whether it be a comedy show or a college baseball game, football, or anything, oh, they just want to be on the jumbotron, on the kiss cam. <laughs> in actuality... That is the last thing that you want, dude. And I'm telling oh, you, I, last I, thing, because that is that is the same thing. That that's when the camera focuses on you, and it's what's crazy is when the camera focuses on you. Everyone like typically, you think you want to smile and take a good picture, your best angle. Most people pull out a, a knife or a gun, and I mean that metaphorically. But, like, they will, they will show you who they are. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen that on a lot of bad jumbotron takes, like especially with the kiss cam. Oh yes. To where people get hung up left to dry. Little, what about the little boy in the little green outfit, and he pulls his shirt out? No, and he's getting it. Yeah, like how about uh, that? That's another example of like yeah, really I getting mean, out there, man. Yeah, I mean. You know, there's your. Is that your 15 minutes of fame, right? Is that that kid? Is that what that kid's famous for forever now? Dude, I'm I'm with my buddy. He had his 15 minute of fame, so to speak. It, it was on college game day. This is like maybe seven years ago now. He's Asian. His mother is a Chinese immigrant, and his dad's American, so he's half. He shows up at the University of Alabama college game day. Kirk Curve Street, Lee Corso on site, Brian Denny in the quad. And he's holding up a Home Depot sign that he picked up. And what they told him is like, if you think of something clever enough to put on this sign, we'll put you up front and get you on TV. You know what he wrote? I'm Asian. And like he held his sign up and cheesed as hard as he could. And if you had tape to tape his eyes back to make him look as Asian as possible, it would have happened. And he became a meme. Oh, wow. And now he is eternal internet glory. Wow. And they have taken that son. Yeah. And, you know, you change it to whatever. And you may have seen it. You may not know it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's one of those things. And it's so funny because I know him personally. Yeah. It's like it's so funny when like someone you know becomes a meme. 
That's pretty funny. You know, and that's just the the gift of the internet now, right? It's like that's right, that's right. Hey, just remember, this is my last cheesy quote for the show, right? We're trying to we're closing. We're this trying to wind down. So here's my advice, right? Remember this: a woman who puts her man in the doghouse might soon find him in the cat house. And there you go. End quote. Thank y'all so much for listening. Wow. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.